This is weird. <laughs> Our co-host. I'm in a I'm in a laundry club. I'm in a laundry room, so I don't know. It's probably sounding really bad. I hung up a blanket real quick in front of me, but uh, might be a little tinny. I don't know. Welcome to Reactive, or welcome back to Reactive. I'm Henning, and I'm here with uh, Raquel. Hi. Hello, and of course, Khalil. Hello. Hey, so we're all together again, finally. Yay. I am reporting in from uh, a laundry room. That's why I sound a little bit echoey. So, I'm You're in a laundry back. room in, in Florida. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> so you, so Florida man. <laughs> Hold yeah. on, wait, wait. Florida man records podcast in living room yeah. or laundry room. <laughs> right, yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's how it's done properly. <laughs> Just watch out for the alligators. I hear there. Um, I'm not Tricky. near any water, so I think I'm okay. Although, well, yeah, there's a pool outside. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> so is, know. is the, is the laundry been? room is the laundry room its own city? Like laundry room, Florida? Or? No, no, I don't have a zip code in here. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Where's your McMansion? <laughs> yeah, no such thing either. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah. Okay. Awesome. Hey, so so how did it go? So you started work at your new company, like for real, like being present in the office and stuff like that. So how's that going? It's a really new experience. I have to shave every day and wear proper clothes. Wait, um, what? Suit uh, and tie? What's going on? <laughs> proper clothes as in jeans and t-shirt versus, you know, shorts and nothing else. <laughs> 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 yeah. No, it's, uh, I started on Monday full-time for real uh, before I was sort of part-time as, as I, you know, was able to. And uh, so I've been there for two and a half days and it's been, been a blast so far. Awesome. Um, yeah, nice. it's uh, very exciting. You know, I mean, like, you know, starting a new thing, but the thing, is, the best thing is just being among humans again. Uh, I have to say, I really miss that. So what your family awesome. are not non-humans? What are they? No, 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 no. When I worked from home for the last six okay. years, you know. <laughs> I thought you were you were married to a non-human, maybe. Which no, would no. be cool. I mean, you're, 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 you're space, uh, you know, like you like space and stuff. That's true. <laughs> oh, I no you go. So sorry, sorry. <laughs> I, th I, th I think you were going to go in like a really weird direction there, Khalil, like and like make a joke about Florida, but I'm glad you didn't. What? No, no, no. I was just thinking oh, I was yeah. going space, <laughs> like aliens and stuff. <laughs> oh, there, there'll be plenty of material for that, I'm sure. I mean, <laughs> always in the news with really good stuff. Uh, okay, and what are you oh, working? Goodness. Like, what? What are you working on? Anything like? So cool. right now, just just trying to understand how the business works and how what all the different components are and what needs to be integrated, and basically trying to learn the company language. So the lingo, the yeah. you know, it's like this crazy new alphabet soup of acronyms that I have no idea what they are. Right, mm. and I actually don't know what most of the, the parts are that. Um, You know, I'm looking at in, for example, the inventory system, things like that, because I am not familiar at all with um, trucks and Jeeps, especially not with aftermarket parts for that. So I think I'm getting a, a warehouse tour tomorrow. So that should be very helpful. Oh, cool. oh neat. Yeah. <laughs> yep. 
Nice. So very that cool. That be cool. Yeah. Other than <laughs> that, we got here. We got here in one piece. Um, I I opted for the uh, paddle rowboat, so I paddled and mm-hmm. rowed at the same time. So it went. Oh. Nice. <laughs> nice. Did you encounter yeah, any any interesting animals in your journey? No, not animals, but the ship that my stuff was on. I passed it and it coasted into Miami in my wake. Okay. Because nice. it, it arrived a day after I did, which is okay. crazy because uh you know, normally like then when we went from the US to Germany, it took 6 or 7 weeks for our stuff to arrive. Oh my goodness. And this time it actually arrived in port two weeks after it left our house. Hmm. Wow. And it took, yes, I don't know how. And it took another few days to clear customs. So right now it's sitting down in a warehouse in Miami waiting for our house to get ready. Nice. Yeah. Well, that, that'll I, be cool. That's crazy. Yep. That's got, that's got to be really nice for the kids, at least, right? Like, it's like how, how are they handling the move? Yeah, they're handling it pretty well. Um, I mean, they're they're always probably the least of the problem. There's sort of a little bit of you know behavioral things because mm. the routine is completely gone, and yeah. you know you can't blame them. We've been we went from our own house to my parents' house to a friend's house, then flew across the ocean to my in-laws, and are now at a friend's house. So it's it's a lot of change for them, and yeah. You know, for being that, they're handling it extremely well. They they dealt with the jet lag really well. Oh, um, nice. The little one, the little ones, she woke up at like three the first few days, then at four, and now it's around five. Hopefully next week she's at six, and we'll, we're good to go. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. but it's it's uh, it's quite an adventure, I have to say. Yeah. Cool. Cool. But really Yay, good adventures. so far. Yeah. Good. Um, yeah, the only story. things I the only things I miss so far I think are bread, yogurt, mm. toilet paper, and banking. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, are you saying that banking in Germany is better than banking in the United States? In yes, in many ways it is. <laughs> getting getting, <laughs> getting money from one person to another is much simpler there. Oh, fair. <laughs> yeah. That's all right. Anyway. There's there's at least yeah. twelve startups that you could probably use in San Francisco. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm I'm sure it's fine. I'm sure it's fine. Just move to San Francisco. <laughs> yeah, so you can transfer money and then and then move back. Yeah, right. I mean, okay. You're but just have like a part time yeah. home over there to transfer money and eat yogurt or something, and then you can always travel there back. There you go. Yeah. Yes. There you go. Yeah. We have so there's craft yogurt yogurt somewhere in San Francisco for sure. Um, yeah, I have yeah. to find some of that. I don't know. It's everything else here tastes like it tastes like plastic. I don't know why. It's so weird. Oh. Because it is plastic, my friend. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry to break it to you. <clears throat> yeah, um, I have I have some ideas for you. I I can share them offline though. Um okay. for American yogurt options that hopefully Excellent. are in your local grocery stores but yep, that would be then awesome. again i live in the bay area so yeah eh. slightly different but <laughs> slightly different but anyway so what's happening yeah uh in in tech this week one year of reactive podcast is happening in tech Woo! yes <laughs> <Damn it>. big <laughs> news <laughs> finally 
And I have one a, year, give or and, take a few. And I'm drinking a beer. Awesome. Very nice. I'm yes. that soon. Drinking a glass of water. <laughs> uh, well, as long as it is celeb- a celebratory glass of water, it's fine. It is. It's filtered it is and chlorine-free in my case. <laughs> <laughs> Which is not, not a given here. So. <laughs> well, congratulations, oh, everyone. Yes, congratulations yes. to us. Yes. <laughs> to all of us. This is huge. This is great. This is totally huge. Huge, um, huge with a Y. Oh, yeah, it's huge. <laughs> huge. I huge. I can't do it. I can't do it. <laughs> um, so how should we do it? Because we, so we ask for questions in order that mm-hmm. we can a- answer in order to celebrate our one year anniversary. And um, mm-hmm. should we just, should we just jump uh, into the questions and then see, you know, like w- how much time we have left in order to go through other stuff if we want to? Or how sure. Do you yeah? That sounds yeah. good. Yeah, let's do it. Okay, let's do it. So, um, in no particular order, I'm going to go through the questions. Um, okay. One, so, first question from our contestant, uh, Silis. Um, he says, one question. How did you all get to know each other and the story behind Let's Make a Podcast Together? Yeah. So, I, yeah. Think, I, think, I think the two of you should start. Because it starts with the two okay. of you. Okay. That's true. Yeah. So I um, I moved to Germany a while back and um, there were no uh, user groups in my area. So I found some that were about an hour and a half, two away. And it just so happened that Khalil was the host of both of those. <laughs> um, one of them was uh, um, Karlsruhe and the other one was uh, Frankfurt. But uh, um, I basically, you know, talked to him, I think on the probably on the first one I don't remember now but and um, just sort of expressed my interest in in Ember and he said immediately you should do a talk on that and I said oh my gosh I can never do that I I don't know enough about it but uh, he kept asking me and uh, and I actually did do a talk on it and in the talk I think I mentioned that I loved podcasts and I actually mentioned his podcast which was descriptive at the time and after that a few days weeks He sort of uh, wrote me a message, I think, on Twitter and asked me if I wanted to join as a co-host. That's how I remember it. Is that pretty much accurate, Khalil? Uh, Yeah, I think so, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So uh, then I agreed to that, and we tried to get a podcast going, and then I was not able to, and then I think he interviewed you, Raquel, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I I wasn't on that particular show. No, you weren't. And so I only knew Khalil. Uh, Khalil like sent me a message. was like, hey, I want interview- to interview you for a podcast. And I was like, okay, sure. And, uh, and so I think we had a lot of fun with that. Yeah. And um, it took a million years to schedule, though. Do you remember that? It, it, like, we kept going back and forth. And like, it took us like three or four times oh, yeah, to, right. to schedule it. <laughs> I know. Because I, I think Which I canceled twice or so because there was something yeah. where uh, somebody was sick or something. I don't remember. Yeah. And then I had to cancel like twice and it, it just, it took forever. But then when we finally did it, it was super fun. Yeah. Um, and I said, hey, if you ever want me to do this again, I'd be happy to do it. Um, and then I think it was like a few months later, 
uh, you sent me a message saying... Well, yeah. Well, actually, what happened yeah. before that was that... So, we were doing the descriptive thing. And I was... Um, and descriptive is an interview podcast or was an interview podcast. Currently, it's in in a, in an uh, hiatus. Do you say that like mm-hmm. that? Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Um, and it's, it's episode 18 if anybody wants to go and listen to that. Yeah. Highly recommended. So, descriptive.audio slash episode slash 18. Yeah, exactly. So definitely check that out. But um, so 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 descriptive was an interview podcast, and I found I found it uh, f- for me personally. Um, <clears throat> it was it was fun to to do to do all these uh, interviews, but it it also was um, very work intensive, and and for me it was. The, the thing was always like I really wanted to do a podcast on a regular basis, and descriptive was really hard to do very often like once a week like like what we're doing reactive right now so i was I, and and also i i also wanted to have a podcast on which i, I can speak not only ask questions <clears throat> and so i was thinking of of starting an another podcast um which on which you know i would just talk about you know things i learned and i was even considering um doing it just alone you know with nobody else just me talking for 10 minutes or something like that and i went i went like i was just going over it and over it and thinking about it and and then i was like "Hmm, i don't know like i don't really i i got i got to the point where where i where i basically said to myself okay i'm gonna start it next week or something like that whatever it's gonna be is is is, whatever it's going to be it's going it's going to be and the closer the, the this point came, I felt like I wanted to ask somebody, I wanted to find a co-host or, or just look around if there's anybody who would be interested in, in being a co-host. And I don't know, it's some Sunday or so, I just wrote an email to Henning because I thought, because we were doing descriptive together already and, and I was just wondering, hey, maybe he's also interested in doing... Um, just a normal podcast where we just, you know, shoot the shit and talk about what we learned and just, yeah, and that's it, basically. And then I sent off the email and got a positive response from mm-hmm. from, from Henning. Yeah, and then we had, I think we had a phone call, didn't we? We talked about it on the phone. Yeah, yeah. And oh, what's a phone? <laughs> <laughs> it's it's like this old uh like ancient like Technology. i think it's made out of stone or something i don't know what? oh is that that app that's on that's on my that's on my i on my yeah it's the green one with the strange <laughs> thing yeah with this weird no like sin- yeah so weird <laughs> yeah dog bone symbol <laughs> yeah <clears throat> yeah, so so we talked about it, and it turned out that Henning he really wanted to be on the podcast because he wanted to become really famous. And yes, that's my <laughs> only reason for doing it. And uh, <laughs> no, uh, no, but we 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 both felt the same way. Like we wanted to have like something, like we wanted to you know have something where because we both were people who you know tried blogging before and we wanted to share what we're doing what we're learning and stuff like that but blogging is not really for 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 us but but talking on a podcast works so it's like and and the other reason though was that we wanted to basically practice speaking and practice podcasting in general just become better at at it itself and and have fun doing it because I think for me, at least, it was also sort of a practice for making descriptive better. 
Yeah, I think that was at least one mm-hmm. of the things. We discussed. Yeah, yeah, it's true, and um, yeah, and then we said, okay, we're gonna. We I think we scheduled scheduled like a starting date or something like that. But but um, I was still kind of thinking that it would be cool to have a third person, and um, and then we were thinking. Uh, basically, I was thinking of of you and I, uh, uh, Raquel, and I was and I was talking to to Henning about it. He said, yeah, it would be awesome, and then. And then I, at some point, and I think it was just like a few, like the week before we wanted to do the first episode, um, I sent you this email and I thought you would never agree to it or never want to join. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I'm just going to do it. I'm just going to do it. Yeah. Like, yeah. who knows? So, so you know? I, get this, I get this email, right? And it's just like, <laughs> hey, so you're probably going to say no, but do you want to like be on a weekly podcast where we just kind of, you know, shoot the shit and talk about tech? And I was like, yes, yes, I do. (laughs) Because I was also thinking, so so completely independently, I was thinking, okay, you know, it'd be super fun if I could do a podcast weekly. Um, Because I kept thinking about uh, one of my JavaScript idols, uh, Rebecca Murphy, and uh, she had a podcast called Yay Query. And it was so cool and so awesome. And I was like, okay, in my never ending quest to be Rebecca Murphy, what can I possibly do? Um, and I was like, obviously, I should be, I should start a podcast, but I need a couple of merry friends to be on this podcast with me. And effort, oh God, so much effort. I don't even know where I'm going to find these friends. I don't even know who wants to do a podcast. Like, that's so ridiculous. Why would anybody want to spend an hour with me every week? And then suddenly comes this email that was like, hi, do you want to be on a podcast with us? And I was like, yes. Oh my goodness. Yes. Just sign me up. Let's do this thing. I don't even care what it's about. I don't. And okay, so dear listeners, fun fact, I have still yet to meet Henning and Khalil in person. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, it's true. We have not met in person, but like, like it was just like, I felt like the first episode we were like, well, let's try something out. And it, I mean, I think, I think if we were to look at like this week's episode and compare it to our first episode, it would be like night and day because the first episode I think was a little bit awkward. We were still trying to figure each other out. We were trying to like, yeah. like what are our personalities? What do we care about? I don't know. And I was like, well, these two guys seem pretty cool. Let's just do it. That's fine. <laughs> and and I think we've really grown into into something a little bit more fun. And and uh, it, it's it's been a really cool ride. Um, so thank you Agreed. for for helping me. Be just a little bit more like Rebecca Murphy. Just, <laughs> that's I my that's it. my mission in life, just to make yeah. you more like Rebecca Mur- Murphy. I mean, I, I will never be Rebecca Murphy, and I'm okay with that. Um, but yeah, yeah. Getting I mean, close. also the fame and fortune. Let's not forget the fame and fortune. That's yeah. <clears throat> yes, right. exactly. And thank you for for joining and uh, so enthusiastically. It was it was great. It was uh, very surprising and uh, awesome for us. To, yeah, totally uh, awesome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So so, <clears throat> so that's that's how that happened. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, pretty much. <laughs> cool. I think this question is answered, basically, right? It, it is. is. Yes, yes. Yeah. I think so. Cool. So. All right. Yeah. Um, I think this question was even an, uh, asked twice. Uh, so yeah, uh, I don't yeah, think we have to answer much... twice, though. Uh, no, yeah. um, I have an answer for the next question, though. 
Okay, so the next question is by a player Berkeley True, and uh, he's he asks, how much wood would a woodchuck chuck if a woodchuck <laughs> could chuck wood? It depends. Oh, no, no. <laughs> What's so, your answer? <laughs> okay, um, so Berkeley True, um, a woodchuck would chuck wood. Or no, a woodchuck would chuck as much wood as a woodchuck could chuck if a woodchuck could chuck wood. There But I go. don't think he can. Wow. <laughs> so, there you go. I don't know that woodchucks Answer. actually chuck wood. <laughs> But if they could, it would chuck I as much wood as a woodchuck is. could is chuck it a, Is it a rodent or is it a bird or what is it? Woodchuck. It's a groundhog. Okay. It's a groundhog. Okay. Yeah. Rodent-ish. Oh, fun fact. Okay, okay. Oh, my goodness. So, the groundhog, also known as a woodchuck or whistle pig. Yes. Nice. Is okay. a rodent belonging to the group of large ground squirrels known as marmots. What? And they oh. don't in any f- shape or form do anything with wood or... <laughs> I mean, they do. Um... They don't I mean, chuck it. I don't know that they chuck it. I think they, you know. Do they nibble ch- on it or something? I, I think they do. I, I imagine they do. Probably. I mean, they're rodents, right? <clears throat> so they have to nibble on something or else their teeth will grow too long. Um, yeah. Wow, I so. learned something. That's awesome. That's awesome. Okay. That was our animal fun fact for the show. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you, Berkeley True, for that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I hope uh, I, I hope we could answer this uh, question sufficiently. Yes, I think your answer was pretty I, good. I think it was really good. <laughs> yes, <laughs> fabulous. <laughs> okay, um, so um, yeah, contestant Ollie um, from Aust- Australia asks, mm-hmm. "What would you like to learn from us, your ideal podcast audience?" Uh, so first wow. of all. Um, I, I, I yeah I think uh, I think uh, it's definitely true that that our audience is our ideal podcast audience. So yes, <laughs> first of all, that's I mean, awesome. Yeah, the fact that we have an audience at all, yeah, right, is pretty. The ideal. fact that we have anybody listening <laughs> to our inane ramblings every week <laughs> is pretty freaking awesome. Um, pretty cool, indeed. Uh, <clears throat> I I don't know if I had if I have a specific thing, but I think what what we're learning, you know, about them in the Slack chat is fascinating. I mean, just you know, mm. from all the places that they are, what the interests are, and all the questions that get asked. Um, I don't know. Mm. That that's so so awesome to me. Yeah, that we are able to connect with them. So I I don't I don't have an answer for what specifically. I don't know. Yeah. About you guys. I mean, I think. I would like to learn if there's anything that you would like us to discuss specifically. Like, if you ever have topics. Um, so, fun fact: at the moment, we 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 tend to record in the middle of the week. So, if you have topic ideas, uh, like towards the end of the week or over the weekend, like bring them up. Actually, just anytime you have topic ideas that you want us to kind of ruminate on and discuss, like happy to take those suggestions. Um, I can't guarantee that we'll talk about them, but I mean, if it's anything animal-based, I will probably want to talk about them. 
Um, <laughs> but at the same time, like I, I'm totally open to anything. I mean, maybe maybe what we could do is is change this questions topic or questions channel, change the name of it to topic ideas um, or whatever. Like, and people can just kind of dump ideas in there if if they want it, um, or we could create a new channel, whatever. Um, <clears throat> so I think that could be kind of cool. Yeah, I think that that'd be neat, but. I- on, on the other hand, I think this has already happened. I mean, things that get discussed in the Slack channel, That's we've true. very often picked up on those and either elaborated on that or just commented on it. Yeah, um, that's true. Or used it as, as inspiration, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Yes. That's be true. our muse, yeah. says, be yeah. our muses. Muse, 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 I don't know. What is the plural? <clears throat> muse, mu- mu- okay. Muses. Greek is hard. Yeah, so uh, I I would I would also uh, say what Henning said. Um, just learning about our audience in the chat is really cool. Just to find out you know where they come from and mm-hmm. who they are and what they care about and stuff. That's that's really that's really nice. And I think that maybe um, I would definitely encourage you know like you know share just share more like like uh, mm-hmm. let's get to know each other basically. And also yeah. um, what also I, I kind of feel like i would like to know is like um i don't know maybe also you know how how our audience liked the latest episode or if there is something that go that that you know is maybe going on their nerves or what we do or i don't know you know like just feedback on the show in general i i kind of feel like we 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 hear when when um when when listeners like the show um sometimes you know like hey it was a cool mm-hmm. episode um, <clears throat> but we don't hear really anything else and i wonder if there is yeah. anything else maybe there's nothing else and it's just like cool you know listening and and that's fine too but um if there is anything that goes through your head when you listen to the show and you feel like, hey, this could be better or this is great or this is not, whatever. I, I definitely would love to, to hear about it or to read Agreed. it, read about it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> okay. That's it um, for this question. So next question, uh, player. Okay, so he actually um, put, put in here how to pronounce his name. And he said it's pronounced Shitage. 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 I don't know. Shitage. I'm, oh, yeah. Hopefully. Shittage. Tell us if we mispronounced it. Shitage. Yeah. Shitage. Shitage. <laughs> okay. Shitage. Is saying, uh, asking, if the current web standards didn't exist, HTML, JavaScript, CSS, and the web standards were open to include any current language, what alternative languages would make up your ideal web oh wow that's tricky <laughs> so so I think, but but yeah so any current language that exists what would you like to see instead of html javascript and css i have no idea <clears throat> PHP, no. <laughs> <laughs> Just PHP, nothing else. No. PHP is basically no. HTML. Like, I don't know. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's basically HTML. <laughs> yeah. I mean, gosh. I really liked working with Python. 
when I when I did Python, I really really liked working with Python. And I know that there's like you you can actually do like at least server side stuff with Py, with Python. Um, and there's like Flask and all that stuff that lets you do front end stuff with Python. But uh, is he specifically asking what to replace HTML and CSS with? Well, I he's mean, saying he's saying if the current web standards didn't exist, like just imagine HTML, JavaScript, and CSS are not exi are non-existent, and yeah. and the and web standards are open to include any current language. Could be anything. Could be That's could a big be Lisp. Could be C I mean, sharp. This is, this is very like this is so uh, uh, like like multi-dimensional. Like we are in a different universe type thing. You know? Like yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I, I, I have, I have that. definitely, I mean, <clears throat> I have an, uh, so a thought about it. So I, what I don't like about JavaScript specifically is that, um, that I like, this just like over the last years and, and ongoing is just, it's just like an ongoing annoyance for me is that JavaScript is a, is a little bit, is just too open because, Like in how you can write JavaScript and how like the tools that we having. I mean, we've been talking about that. Like I'm, I'm some, I've been saying that I want JavaScript CLI so people can just start writing apps instead of, instead of having to write tools for JavaScript all the time. I feel like a lot of the JavaScript open source community is constantly just writing tools for writing javascript <laughs> and, <laughs> and and that's and that's that's too much and it's and, and i know also so they also do that because <clears throat> it's like this immediate feedback loop because you are a developer and you want to make the developer experience better so you write tools with your the language that you love in order to improve programming with the language that you love and then you put it out and then there's you know your immediate circle of colleagues and friends and stuff like that they all they use it and give you immediate feedback you know give you stars on github and like there is this immediate feedback and growth and all this kind of stuff and excitement and <laughs> and and it just but it happens over and over and like And and of course, there's also a good side. Of course, like like it's clear. Like there's there's competition. There's you know innovation. There's rapid movement in what's happening and 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 kind of ideas that are getting into that are coming into the language. But <clears throat> I must say, I really like when I, when I look at Elm, for instance, which is its own language, which compiles to JavaScript, which comes with a very A rigid way of writing it and it comes with a compiler um, that throws errors that are very helpful and it comes with an architecture on how to architect an app in elm and you can write a complete javascript app with elm right and this kind of convenience i would love to see i would i would i would be happy to re replace javascript with elm because there would just be much less discussion about <laughs> you know, which transpiler to use or there would be nothing, there would just be a tool set that everybody uses and a style, coding style everybody uses. And it would be, yeah, it would be also because it compiles and the compiler is very intelligent and it's, you know, uses types and stuff like that. It would just also be less uh, error prone, the resulting code. 
So I, I, I like, I like this kind of. I think it would be cool to have a language like that for the web. So in my case, I would say, um, I would, I would go with Elm. I mean, I agree that that's probably maybe more extreme in, in JavaScript than any other language. I mean, that's happening in, in, in I think almost every space that you know tools get invented, maybe even over and over. Um, but probably in JavaScript, much more extreme. Yeah, I don't know if I would say. I would say. Yeah, I wouldn't. I don't know if I would say. Um, you know, it would have to be Elm or whatever, just because I don't know Elm. But I would totally agree with um, making JavaScript and especially also CSS more <clears throat> rigid. Or I don't know. Yeah, having better, better. Uh, Putting it into some sort of language or using some sort of language that has better better um, type support and um, yeah compiler linter support etc. Yeah, um, and doesn't uh, maybe doesn't even allow to do it so many different ways. When it comes to C when it comes to CSS though, it would be cool to do instead of replacing it with a different language because I don't really know any other languages that do stuff like CSS does like just be you know the design part of an app. It would just be cool to reinvent CSS with the knowledge that we have now and just be able to use it everywhere, right? Like, yep. like mm -hmm. have variables and like, you know, like some features from, from SAS and, 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 and Flexbox just from the beginning and everybody knows how to, you know, it is one way of yeah. using Flexbox and these kind of things. Like that, that, that would def definitely be cool and also have like a grid system, you know, in the DOM. But then in you know five or, or ten CSS. years we're in the same boat again, right? We're we're just going to continue to be like that, and then we're going to have to cut it all off again. <clears throat> I think. I, well, I think the thing is that we have to be um, we have to be backwards compatible in JavaScript and in CSS is good on one, on the one hand. You know, it's good for the web in general, but it's not really good in order to bring the languages forward because. It's what in general is um, what really drives um, a product forward is when you can when you're able to actually do rewrites. You know, for instance, the the Basecamp people um, they used to be 37 Signals. They're called ba their company's called Basecamp now. They only do Basecamp. They've they've rewritten Basecamp three times or even four mm. times. I'm not sure. And every and and they're and the, they have old versions of Basecamp still running with clients on there, and they're totally fine with maintaining that as well. And that's kind of their philosophy that when they come, when they want to do a new version of it, they don't iterate on the old code. They they do complete rewrites because it's such it's just so much more beneficial for them because it's of course nicer for them to write something from the ground up. But also for the customer because they can really rethink the design and, and the interaction and all this kind of stuff. And I think it would be similar with the language. Like if we, with all this knowledge that we've accumulated over the last decades, you know, if we could pour that into a new version of CSS, that would be amazing. You know, yeah. JavaScript <clears throat> as well. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I just want to have like the ability to take a little Wacom tablet and then just kind of like do an inverse selenium testing where <laughs> instead of like having a robot like automatically like test to see if something is working, I could create a little picture and then like put like colors on it and stuff 
and then say, and then when this happens, do the thing. And then it would just kind of magically work. Right. Star Trek. That's where it goes. That's where it's going to Make it work. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I know that will never happen. I think that will happen. I think that will happen Mm. for sure. Give it another 10 or 20 years, but it will happen. It will definitely happen. I will tell we you, will like, be obsolete. our jobs will be totally obsolete because all of, because <laughs> what we're doing programming, this is all ultimately, uh, you can automate that, you know? Like, this is totally going to happen. It, it definitely, when, when I was working at um, digital agencies, uh, what, uh, one thing that we've been doing a lot was, making like marketing websites for companies, you know, that were basically just a company website with information on it about the company and who they are and maybe just a tiny little app with some interactivity that would display some whatever. And <clears throat> and every time I've been doing that, um, all the time I've been doing that, I've been thinking like, this is so stupid. We're doing the same thing over and over and we're charging these companies like... 10,000 euros, 20,000 euros, 50,000 euros, like depending on the size and whatever, and the size of the company, I guess, also, and, um, and depending on how long it goes and stuff. But, but there is, there's already today, there are really amazing tools, uh, specifically this, this company and this app called Squarespace, where you can, you can create a beautiful website with basically no knowledge of programming and and it's going to be scalable like automatically because that's how their server architecture works it just scales automatically if you have a lot of traffic and it's it's you have a really good cms behind it you can add a shop to it and you can you can you can add galleries you know all the stuff that they always want like gal- like picture galleries and all this stuff. very easy to add really easy to customize with drag and drop and they do um um responsive everything is like responsive designed and the images are kind of you know um they take the images and make them uh uh process them so that they so that they are not as heavy for mobile devices and all this kind of stuff and just everything's being automated when it comes to this more simple to more simple stuff of course if it comes to like building an actual application with a lot of javascript and stuff like that that's that's not possible yet but at some point it will be like it it will definitely be like that you can you can like a normal crud app or something like that can just be generated um, it's it's going there for sure, and and these kind of programming jobs where we do a lot of things over and over again, they they are destined to to disappear, for sure. That's what I think. Mm. <coughs> yeah, I mean, not just in the, the, the web space, but mm-hmm. other things too. If you look at yeah, not that it's fun to work with, but Salesforce, etc. So many integration things. <clears throat> Stuff just comes out of the box, like a button done. Yeah, all these kind of things. The only thing, the only constant that I see um, that is going to be hard to automize, uh, automate, is is design. Really, you know, yeah, no, design. Yeah, design of logos, design of a look and feel of a website, the experience, the user experience. All this kind of stuff. That's that's gonna be. That's not really possible. I mean, maybe there will be aspects. 
aspects. Yeah, I mean, like, like be... think about Bootstrap, though, right? Like, Bootstrap completely, <clears throat> completely changed the way people make websites. Like, every website for a while looked like it had been made by Bootstrap because it had But it been. was terrible. Like, that was terrible. Though. It was terrible. No, true. But, like, think about most pop songs, right? They follow a formula. They're terrible, sure. but, like, they're popular and they work. And yes, so, but, but they have a formula, but still there goes a lot of work goes into that still, into making a new version of that formula. And I think th- there's definitely things there's going to be like a, a like a threshold where up to which you can automate also design and you can deliver mm-hmm. you know certain aesthetics maybe even mathematically figure stuff out but but if you really want an exceptionally well designed product or uh, an exceptional design and that has that really speaks uh, of who you are as a person or a company or whatever i think you will always have to involve a designer for sure mm. yeah that's fair yeah Totally. All right. This is is very interesting, I think. Yeah. Good question. Yeah. Yeah. Good question for sure. Yeah. Um, Okay. So, oh, yeah. So, next question is by um, GNCL Moray. Um, And the question is when will we have a reactive conf? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Um, so I've, I've attended many conferences and I know a bunch of people who put on conferences and, um, I'm happy to be an attendee and a speaker, but I am not okay with being an organizer. (laughs) So I will happily attend or speak at a reactive conf, but, uh, I, I, I won't put one on. However, clearly you put on meetups and stuff. It's basically the same thing, right? (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> uh, first of all, there is already a reactive conf, which is a re- right. conference mostly about React, I think, and reactive programming. So we can't be our conf can't be reactive conf. It has to be something mm-hmm. else, like uh, reactive podcast conf or um, reactivists um, unite the conference. Yeah, you know, <laughs> Uh, you activist, you, you reactivist uh, 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 <coughs> gathering or something like that. Um, no, I, I will not have time to organize a conference, but um, I would definitely invite anybody who wants to uh, be a conference organizer for this podcast and just, uh, you know, talk to us. Yeah. yeah. I'm invite totally us. cool with that. I'm curious what kind of ideas come up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That would be really fun. Super fun. Would be quite challenging. But, uh, yeah. Oh, good. Yeah, so just, uh, you know, just come into the chat and let us know uh, if you want to do this and uh, if you're serious. So we'll figure it out. I mean, I, yeah. we're all happy to uh, to support mm-hmm. for sure. Um, okay, next person says... Uh, uh, the next uh, contestant is ads ads adz um what would be your ideal job oh my goodness wow that's really hard um uh sitting on the couch watching netflix for money is probably not actually a thing right 
Uh, I don't think God. it's a good long-term job, though. Do I don't know how long that would be fun. Yeah, <laughs> no, it's true. It wouldn't. It wouldn't be fun very long. But it is a real job, though. There's people that do that. Uh, critics. It's true. You could be a critic. yes. Yeah, but then that requires like actually having to have an opinion about what you yes. just watched and then write it down. Write I, that, it that's down. that's too hard. Um, I think I have my ideal job. I mean, the only thing to add to it is if I could work, if I could get, be guaranteed to work on greenfield projects all the time. <laughs> Um, yeah but you know programming is i don't know or developing development is uh i don't know Mm. that is totally awesome because of the ever-changing it's it's a curse and and a blessing i think because of the ever-changing nature of everything but that's the thing that keeps it interesting because i've from past experience when i had summer jobs or jobs in other industries i always sort of came to a point where I plateaued as far as, you know, gaining knowledge or, or moving forward. And I, it, it just sort of went into maintenance mode or doing the same thing over and over again, especially in, uh, I mean, in manual labor, that's really, really terrible. I mean, if I think back to certain summer jobs and stuff, but um, where, you know, development is, is fantastic. It's uh, always challenging, always new. Or most always, at least. If you're making template sites, maybe not. But uh, mm-hmm. that is, to me, that's already the, the the ideal job. So if you have, you know, a lot of interesting projects, and if you have cool people you work with and for, that right there, that's mm-hmm. it for me. Cool. Mm-hmm. How about you, Khalil? Um, <clears throat> yeah, I think. Um, poof! This is really a hard question for me. I mean, um, when it comes to the work that I'm doing now, I, I really, um, what is ideal for me is is definitely parts of of what I'm doing now is kind of ideal for me as who, a per, like who I am as a person and 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 what I enjoy doing, which is like programming JavaScript. I like that a lot and we're also working on a greenfield project this is nice and i'm <clears throat> in the role of the front-end architect meaning that i can you know like when it comes to technical decisions like my my vote or voice it has a lo- you know a lot of weight so to speak and um and and that's something yeah that, that i like i like to do like this kind of research and and um and figure out what what works well and what's good right now and um yeah so so that's cool um there was a just there was a short conversation with uh with uh our friend here gncl moray who uh, he was saying that he's working at this company where they're building something for students to find good um opportunities for them uh, worldwide to you know to find places where they can study what fits for them and it, and he really enjoys doing something because he really cares about the end product and that's something that really also is becoming really important for me personally mm-hmm. uh, and that is not necessarily really fulfilled at where I'm working right now because because what we're doing is kind of very removed from the end user currently and most likely will because basically what we're doing is bang, being uh, building a foundation for new applications and or also a rewrite of applications that are already running for a long time and are just working basically and um, 
it's like mailers and calendars and stuff like that and this is <clears throat> i don't have like such a great i would be i would love to be closer to um to really um working on a live product and closer to <clears throat> closer to users <clears throat> and doing something that really brings a lot of a lot of value to uh the people who use the software but i guess that depends on how you look at it right without your foundation the next level up people that are closer to the user wouldn't be able to do you know what they're doing right so you yeah. you are actually having a huge impact and that that's actually the other other thing i forgot to mention is that the the potential impact you can have on you know the number of people or the um, you know whatever is 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 amazing at least it seems to me um, with the type of job you're you know going somewhere in an office and and or working from home writing this whatever piece of software that impacts you know thousands of people maybe tens of thousands of people or hundreds of thousands of people mm -hmm. that to me is is like mind-blowing and, and just a quick sort of aside like one of the coolest experiences i had there was an app that i developed for the organ building industry that is basically something that uh, uh lets you design a part of a a pipe organ, not a not a not a human organ or something like that, <laughs> and that's basically used by um, about fifty companies around the world. Doesn't sound like a lot, but now I know that you know hundreds of instruments that are in very prestigious places around the world have been designed with that thing that I made, <laughs> and it does kind of affect a huge number of people. I mean, cool. I don't know if you know the 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 organ in the Disney Concert Hall in Los Angeles. Mm -hmm. um, it's been in like tons of movies even. and yeah. I, I had a part in that because of the software I wrote that's freaking crazy to me that's so awesome <laughs> that's awesome <laughs> <laughs> that's cool yeah, yeah. So. oh that's cool yeah <clears throat> I think for me my ideal job would probably be some combination of um, tech and people um, I think in a in a perfect world when I grow up I would like to be on a board of directors for a major tech company. I think that'd cool. be really, really cool. It's not mm -hmm. necessarily yeah. like I won't necessarily be doing engineering, but I've been slowing down my pace of of writing code lately anyway because I'm in managing. I'm managing now, uh, but like there's a lot of impact that very large tech companies have on the world, and I would love to sit. Uh, amongst the group of people who make the really big decisions about like mm -hmm. Apple or Google or Facebook mm. or whatever, like being able to be on that, on that, you know, basically being the one who tells the CEO what to do. I like that idea a lot. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's cool. So what, what I said squared or quadrupled or whatever. <laughs> yeah. it, could, it could be like, the, you could be a CEO of Whisperer. There, there are people yeah. like that out there. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah, uh, and for for me, I must also say like the the ideal job would also kind of include some something with music because that's kind of always like uh, work, like going on on the parallel for me, and I really tremendously enjoy that as well. And you know, like when we are like you know producing a video for a song as well, like that's also really amazing to be part of these kind of things so for me it's like almost a little bit there's always this kind of tear uh, 
from those two sides, but they've always kind of been coexisting. So I'm not sure what they worked w- together well too in the, in like JS Conf, the last <laughs> one where you did that. That but that was awesome. I mean, yeah, that was cool. But could, the, that, that was really just combined them. That was really just one side. I mean, it was. The, yeah. yeah, I mean, we did combine JavaScript with music, but me personally, I was just, you know, I was writing my lyrics and performing the song and stuff. But, but, um, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, maybe there is a path, you know, that can bring it more together. I don't know, but it definitely would have to be invented. I think I don't know that anything exists. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be an ideal job combining the two. <clears throat> yeah, that was a big question. Big question. Okay, so uh, sorry, I have to, f- I have to, I have to find. I think I skipped a few. Okay, so there's no, another one. Pretty good. Uh, yeah. Oh, hold on. Okay, ideal job. So okay, so next one is again from uh, GNCL Moray. What would be what would be your patronus animal? Patronus. Patronus. Patronus Sorry. animal. What is that? What does that even mean? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh no! You ha- help. <laughs> have you have you ever read Harry Potter? Are you familiar with the Harry Potter oh, series? Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Okay, so the so movie, the Patronus is kind of, it's it's kind of like a spirit animal, um, okay. but less uh, like cultural appropriation on Native Americans. Um, it's a uh, it's it's kind of like your inner animal. Like, like if, if you had to uh, compare yourself, like if you had to pick an animal that best described you. Oh, boy. Okay. What mm-hmm. would it be? I have an answer. Okay, go ahead. I don't. <laughs> I, actually, I, I have an answer. but uh, So my Patronus, what's it? How do you say it again? Yeah, Patronus, Patronus animal yeah. uh, actually has a Vine account. So you just have to... <laughs> You just have to you have to Google Vine, and then City Goat, and then that's my Patronus animal. Wait, silly goat? <laughs> okay. City City Goat. City oh, Goat. City Goat. Yeah. All right, hold on. Let's let's see what what this. Oh. City Goat is the greatest. <laughs> oh my goodness! Am I going to regret doing this? No. City Goat is awesome. <laughs> is is this goat like sharpening its horns again? Okay, <laughs> sure. And is like jumping around. <laughs> it's just I, hanging out. It, yeah, do you. There's so a chill goat. You just gotta you just check out all the vines. <laughs> okay, yeah, there, no, there's videos down. where where they're jumping around and stuff. It's just so cool. <laughs> <laughs> all right. <laughs> I don't know if you can City hear the goat. sounds. Probably not. Um, no. <laughs> okay. City so, goat is cool. so your goat. your Patronus would be a city goat. Yeah. City goat is my. <laughs> okay, that's really entertaining. All right. <laughs> Good to know. Good to yeah. know. Um, I, for me. My Patronus. So I've I've thought about this a lot because, um, you know, I think it's I think it's important to always know what your Patronus animal is at at any given moment. Um, mm-hmm. Growing up, it was the tiger, but now I'm <laughs> pretty sure 
it's the quokka. Like yes, it is. <laughs> right? It like is. it's just, yeah. I think you even said that in the past. Haven't I think you? so. Yeah, I think, I think so. so. Yeah, yeah, it's just it's just hands down. Yeah. It's the quokka. We know this. We we've, we've known this. We're good. Okay, so let's mm-hmm. let's. Okay, so I didn't give a reason why City Goat is is a. I should. I think I should. We should. You should definitely um, a- explain. <clears throat> so you go ahead and explain why are you a quokka, or why is your oh. patronus animal a quokka? Because because it's the happiest animal ever, and it it hangs out <laughs> on a little island, and it's just super happy, and it just kind of walks around like smiling all the time, and <laughs> it's just. Especially on days when I'm really grumpy, I just think, you know, it'd be really great if I was a quokka. It'd be great. <laughs> I mean, I understand that there are negatives to being a quokka. <clears throat> For example, you can't really leave your little island, and that kind of sucks. Um, and it's, you know, predators. <laughs> well, yeah, like that's why you can't leave, right? There, there are no natural predators on this little island. Um, oh, okay. Well, that's but, good, though. But people come in. And they give you snacks. So I like snacks. Um, <laughs> yeah. You know, and it's just yeah. kind of great. I love it. <laughs> cool. Yeah, there you go. Well, I, I have, uh, growing up, it was the tiger for sure. But now mm. I actually need to think about this more. I have no idea. I've never thought about this in any recent year. Okay. So, and I, I couldn't come up with anything, even though you guys called really well. <clears throat> um, I mean, I, I don't know. I'll take it, it might, as homework. It, I'll see. It might be an alligator or a crocodile. Eh. Yes, as a flor- oh, they're, Floridian. They're so sedentary. They just, they just lay there all the time. That's they true. don't do anything. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Unless they're on the hunt. And true. then. Well, yeah, they can move very fast. That's true. Can. But yeah. most of the time, they just hang out, do nothing. <laughs> okay. I don't know. So I'll think about it. I'll get back to you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and for me, for me, the city goat is just like I, I love. I just love that uh, Vine channel. I've been really enjoying it over the last year, <laughs> two years or so. <laughs> watching <laughs> little city goat. It's just a, like a baby goat, or it's just a small goat, and so, or two yeah. goats, and they and they uh, whenever they there are lots of little Vine videos where they just like they get led into the little yard and then they jump around and jump on the fence and. And and I just I just love that. I don't really have a reason why <clears throat> the goat like the goat isn't my patron is I just love watching the goat and I was I, I, I just love you know, seeing goats and, and talking to them when I see them and uh, I think I would like I would really like to be a goat herder. Uh <laughs> at some some point and make you know, like and make uh, produce goat's cheese and stuff like that. I would like that. Wow. That's cool. Yeah, goats relaxing are... maybe. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> I really love goats, <laughs> and city goat is just super. All cool. right, so we're with two funny animals, or potentially, yeah, goats are actually pretty funny. Well, city goat is special funny, though. Funny, it's funny very spunky. Yeah. City goat. Yeah. Well, goats are spunky in general. I mean, they're they're feisty. Yeah, for sure. So, yeah. <laughs> so cool. Oh goodness. Anyway. Okay, I mean, we All right, so I mean, more, we are, are at the uh, at the hour mark. Yeah, yeah. But we're not through with the question. So, what should we do? Should we go? Should we take another one more question, or and leave it I at mean, that? I'm or thinking, maybe, I mean, maybe we can like. Okay, how about this? 
let's light, let's light have the ch- let's have the channel decide if they want to hear more of the, the answers to like if they want us to do another episode with more questions i'm i'm okay. open to that um or or we can just say oh. that's it but you know i'm yeah i I'm think open. i think that's There's a good enough idea. questions for another hour at least yeah. So. Well, I'm not sure. Um, I'm pretty sure. There's one, there's one bigger question, and then... Mm, and, I and mean... We could just do one one question per episode, sort of at the end or something. I don't know. Okay. We could do that, too. Maybe. We'll just ask our friends in the Slack. And yeah. yeah. So let's see what the, what the majority want. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And if you, dear so, listener, want to participate in this, definitely join our Slack channel, which you can access via the show notes at reactive.audio. Correct. And if you want to organize the reactive, the reactivist gathering, um, let us know. <laughs> <laughs> and you can let us know at uh, ReactivePod on Twitter and in the Slack chat. And you can find all the show notes for this and all the other episodes on reactive.audio. Mm-hmm. All right. Yes. And, and I'm uh, H. Glattergots on Twitter. And uh, if you're new to the show or haven't left a review yet, we would really appreciate one. So if you could go to iTunes and uh, review the show or just rate it, that would be fantastic. Uh, link on how to do that or where to go, you can find in the show notes that Khalil just mentioned. Correct. Yep. And you can find me on Twitter at Rockbot. It's pretty um, easy. Khalil tweets. Okie dokie. Yeah. Good to be back. So, yeah. Woohoo. This is awesome. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Talk to you next week again. Yeah, it was Yay. fun. <laughs> All right. Uh, oh, wait. Next awesome. week, I'm going to be in Iceland. What? Oh, okay. Nice. So, I might not be able to be on the show. Okay. Okay. But maybe. Just FYI. Okay. Mm, we'll, see. we'll see. I have no idea. I have no idea what Iceland's going to be like. It's going to be really cool. But cool. anyway, we'll see. <laughs> All right. Excellent. Bye. Right. Bye. <laughs> Bye.